I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull. Live at the two-minute warning. And did the Vikings just get screwed royally with the lack of the DPI and then the lack of the taking off the penalty or the helmet penalty? We want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. It's just because Kirk was hit as he threw the ball. He was, he had released the ball. So that's what drives me crazy. But we'll talk about it next on Live at the Two Minute Warning. Welcome to Vikings First and Skulls Live at the Two Minute Warning. Hey everybody, it's Dave here. We have Jonas all the way from Germany joining us today. Jonas, what are your thoughts so far as we re- we wait the re- resumption of play? Oh, it's it's kind of weird because if you would have told me that the Vikings uh, would hang in there with the Chiefs. Until the very end, I probably would have been very satisfied and I would have signed that off. However, the Chiefs really invited the Vikings today to upset them and the Vikings just didn't take advantage in a lot of situations. And it's the same story. It was all season. The Vikings had their opportunity. The Vikings had some things going for them and they just 
can take advantage of it. And because of that, Patrick Mahomes is that good. At some point, he's he's going to get his, and yeah, then it's gone. Yep. Ah, it's just it's frustrating. It's frustrating for us all. Now the game isn't over yet. We still have two minutes. Vikings have no timeouts whatsoever. So we'll have to see how they deal with it. First, they've got to stop Kansas City, or this game will be over. Tweet is out, by the way. And, ah, frustrating, frustrating. And it's third and six. They convert, I think it's ball game because the Vikings have no timeouts. Let's see. Snap, quick screen to the right to McKinnon. He stopped short. Fourth down and about two, two and a half yards. Yes, go for life. I think a lot of us uh, agree with that, that the time management on this game has been poor. Some of the play calling has been as well. And I'm going to bring in Mr. Justin Day. I don't really have an issue with the play calling. I think it was all right. Uh, There wasn't much where I would say this was a bad call. It was just the usage of those timeouts in the second half. It was it was abysmal. You can't like that challenge was super unnecessary. I've away. seen. I've seen that was emotional, is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Mike and Zimmer did that a lot. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen Vikings fans actually argue that call. It was a good call. It was a catch. No, yeah, it, absolutely, it was. Yeah. Well, I take that back. The play was a very close play. And if they had called it incomplete, and if Reed had challenged it, they would have left it incomplete because there was not enough. I disagree with anybody who says after watching the replay, they should have changed it. No, it was so close. But like you said, burning timeouts – Against Patrick Mahomes, no less. Your defense has given up 27 points. It's gotten you enough Kirk stops. drops back, throws one off the hands of Brandon Powell for an incomplete second and 10. Minute two left. I'm surprised you're ahead of me, but that's fine. Um, that three and out at the beginning of the first half, inexcusable mm-hmm. and I get it you threw to JJ on the third down but you're throwing it on the sidelines where it's easy to double cover him um and yeah and we'll we'll see how long Justin Je- or what's up with Jefferson and he oh. TJ Hawkinson catches it for nine and a half yards we're about half yards shy from the first down come on people get up to the line let's Kirk. go let's go Oh, they're taking oh, their sweet old Kirk, time. Kirk. Come oh on, snap gosh, the ball. Kirk. There we go. Drop him back. Looking, steps up in the pocket, goes deep over Powell's hands. Incomplete. Fourth Three and out. one, and the Vikings will obviously go for it. I don't understand. Third and one, throw it defender. to the sideline. Oh. That's a great defensive play. That's a, yeah, it was a good defensive play. you got to give him that. Because he dropped off the guy in the flat, and 
timed it just right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can't buy them early in the game. 37 seconds left in the game. Vikings need half a yard to convert the first down and keep the drive alive. Cousins drops back, throws a short one to Powell. He catches it for the conversion, gains about two yards. It's now 29 seconds, 28, and counting down. But he didn't get out of bounds. Dang no, it. he didn't get out of bounds. Kirk spikes the ball, stops the clock. Oh, you know the spike seconds. it this time, Kirk. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll let it go after that one. I'll let it go after that one. But, oh, my gosh. Hey, you know, what um, happens. We got 22 seconds. If the Vikings seconds. lose, where do you put the blame? I already know where I'm putting the blame, but what about you guys? Jonas? What do you think, Jonas? Man, it's really tough because the Vikings missed some opportunities Bradbury along the board. Cousins like straps. Cousins steps up. Cousins throws. Caught. But inbounds by Powell. Come on, get up to the line. Clock ticking, 10 seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six. Spike. Five seconds left on the game. Flag. Uh, I'm sure that's on the Vikings for illegal formation or something like that. Yeah, then it's over. No, they were offside. We'll take the five yards. Defense was offside. Yeah, so we'll take five extra yards. Uh, Of course, we don't have JJ right now. No, we don't. That'll take it to the 38. Now, let me ask you guys. Do you take the Hail Mary now or... You've got to. You don't have enough time for two plays for five seconds. Five seconds. It's five seconds. A smoke screen for four yards and out of bounds? Travis Kelsey. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's not. And by the way, Kirk was extremely close. Nah, he was behind. He He was behind. As long as one foot's behind, it's a legal Or the ball. Or the ball, I think. I'll hope for a pass interference, if nothing else. And Kirk's getting pressure. Kirk gets sacked. That's the ball game. Vikings lose, drop to one and four. Kansas City holds on to its two-touchdown lead. Give up one to finish one touchdown ahead, 27-20. Vikings fall to one and four. Kansas City moves up to four and one. And that is not how you start a season. As we mentioned earlier before, in this game, we had Justin Jefferson go out with a hamstring pull. That is not a good sign whatsoever, but we'll see how long it takes for him to recover. And CBS Hamstrings. Denver Hamstrings are super tricky, man. Uh-huh, because if you come That's, back too early, you'll just aggravate yeah. it, and it, and it goes longer and longer. And the thing is, you, you sometimes you can't, you don't even know, because you may not have uh, structural damage, but uh, there's still, they're still your, your hamstring injury, and therefore you can't really detect it, and it's just whether you feel right or not. But the thing is, with these types of injuries, you can't feel right, everything goes your way, and then you have one uh, 
bad movement and it's re-aggravated and you're back out again. And that's that's the bad stuff with hamstring injuries because it's it's really just trial and error. And if you do it wrong, it's <coughs> yeah, you're out again. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Dave, what you drinking? I am drinking TX straight bourbon whiskey. Which is very, very good. It's got a I note mean, of peanut I, brittle. Again, I'm not into moral victories. And can you call this one a moral victory? Sure. Why? Because What's they could have vi- What's more the moral victory is is I I said thirty eight twenty eight. I thought it was gonna be more than one possession. It doesn't do you a hill beans good, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, okay, congratulations. You didn't get destroyed by the Chiefs. Congratulations. Hang a banner. <laughs> uh, they had the opportunity. I mean, when they're on, they're on, and they can beat anybody. But when they do stupid things, I thought some of the play calling was questionable. Other people disagree with me on that one. There was some... Uh, I can't stand all those screens, especially the ones where you have Addison as lead blocker. It doesn't make sense to me. There's when they ran the ball, I thought Madison was running decently. He was getting hard, tough yards. I didn't think Akers ran as well as he did last week. And then seeing he had Powell a couple nice there. runs, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we saw Powell in there prior to Jefferson's. Hurt Hammy, which I found interesting. I think Hawkinson didn't have a good game. I think he probably only had one catch that I saw, but that was just what I saw. He had at least one in the second half that went through his hands. I hate that. Was it high and fast? Yes. I thought Kirk Cousins had a lot of zip on his ball today, which Mm -hmm. seemed a little bit unusual. unusual. He seemed juiced up for that. But yeah, I think I tweeted out uh, during the fourth quarter. He had like uh, three throws into the flat, which should be easy layups that went high, and there's really no reason for that. And yes, some of the throws to Hawkinson were high too. And if you look at them individually, you would say, yeah, you don't have to come uh, come down with these every time but if you're a highly paid tight end and you're paid to make tough catches you're make to, uh, you're paid to make contested catches because that's what tight ends should do they're the security blanket if nothing else is open and at some point if you're a highly paid tight end you gotta come down with some of these and Harkinson had like three I think today and it, you gotta catch one Mm-hmm. At least one. Yeah. That's interesting. People are asking, should the fire sale start? Now, I was going to get to that. But let me address, when I say, oh, great, a moral victory, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it in a sarcastic tone. So uh, thank you, Mary. Yeah, That was one I wanted to lose one more time. Mary and I had a bet of a case of Coors Light. I took the Chiefs. She took the Vikings. And, uh, well, 
You'll get I was gonna. I'm gonna say this to Freddie's question. Isn't necessarily over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You're losing to San Francisco. You, you 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 may lose to Chicago next week. You may right. I was I was sitting on that. The way Justin Fields looks like he's figured something out, at the very least. And oh, by the way, we always struggle in Soldier Field. And oh, by the way, the Bears are coming off a mini buy because they had three extra days rest. Oh, and by oh, by the, the way, way, JJ, you're talking about. It most likely, and even before this game started, I said, oh, by the way, the Bears are now playing their first home game since the passing of the late great Dick Buckus. And if you think they're not going to come out there to try to say, hey, win one for Dick Buckus. Okay. And yes, to Terry's point. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kirk couldn't step into that fourth down throw to Addison because I believe it was an out and up. So Kirk is going to throw that to the pylon if he's able to. And unfortunately, he wasn't. And what's funny about it, last point here, the offensive line played really well, but for a couple of plays. And unfortunately, those couple of plays make the difference. Mm -hmm. Chris Jones, beautiful sack. And as Tony Romo said, that killed the drive. And you can't, as I've said on uh, my Thursday show, my morning show today, and my preview show, you can't have missed drives. It, it, not against Patrick Mahomes. Because I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, if the Vikings had scored that touchdown, Patrick Mahomes is just going to go right down the field and get a field goal. You know he is. I don't care that we got a fourth down stop or third down stop. They There was no urgency. They needed one first down, and it would have been game over after the two-minute warning. But it, it, Patrick Mahomes would have absolutely. Well, I guess it depends on. No, I'm sorry. It depends on how much time was left. Let me be. Let me let me change that just a little bit. But anyway. Now, for the stats of the game, Kirk Cousins was 29 for 47, 284 yards, two touchdowns, took three sacks, and a 92.9 rating. Any comments on Kirk Cousins' play today, other than what we mentioned, that he seemed to be a little bit juiced and throwing high on passes? Jonas, you go first. I just had a rant, so... Uh, I think um, I think overall he did all right in many ways. Um, it was it wasn't a perfect game, and uh, as I mentioned last week, we would have needed a perfect game to get this one because again, the Chiefs were going to get theirs. Uh, this defense uh, played as well as you can expect. And, uh, yeah, but the Chiefs, they are this good on offense. They were going to get their points. And uh, the Vikings had to keep up. The Vikings had to be perfect on offense. Uh, That went out the window with the first play uh, when Josh Oliver fumbled it. And, yeah, uh, Cousins, again, 
his ball placement, I think, is a little bit shakier than it was in recent years. Uh, I don't know why that is, but it. Yeah, I've noticed it in like the last two or three games that there were misses that he usually just don't have. And yeah, other than that, I think he did all right. He had some plays where he actually had to improvise and did well on that. Um, he's just like the offensive line still struggles against blitz. That's apparently something that's not going to get fixed. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Now let's talk about that first fumble. Oliver's fumble. And you're on mute. Was that fixable, that fumble? And I say, no, it wasn't because he had the helmet hit the ball. And I'm sorry, whoever you are, you're not holding on to that sucker. Mm -hmm. It's one of those deals where, as I said on my Saturday pregame, if you had the turnovers you have in week one, and then you don't turn the ball over at all for the next three games, and then you have this fumble here. That's one thing. But it's no longer possible to look at these individual turnovers without grouping them all together. You can't look at them and say, oh, well, this one here or that one there, it is a systemic problem at this point. At this point, and I said first uh, week one, the team was unprepared. They were prepared today. Absolutely. I don't agree with some of the play calls. Dave, I texted you when they kicked the second field goal. I said, I don't like that call. I'm, well, I didn't like either one of them, but I sure especially didn't like the second one. I'm like, you can't keep settling. You can't. Not against Patrick Mahomes. Oh. That's This guy is Michael Jordan. If you have an opportunity, as rare as it is, to knock Michael Jordan out, you By, take it. You take it. You have to if you if you're wanting to win. I will say, I'm not going to say Kirk was perfect, but as much as I hate when Kirk stands say, "Well, there was six other problems before you talk about Kirk." This is the one game where I will say I I am beyond bewildered and befuddled. And tell me what other phrase you want to use with Kevin O'Connell. I, 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 I'm trying not to overreact and say I'm done with the guy because I'm not saying that. But play calling, very questionable. Burning timeouts on defense. Burning a timeout on a challenge that would rival Mike Zimmer's level of emotional challenges. And again, burning a timeout on defense. Why? Because the defense wasn't prepared. I know he's not the defensive coordinator, but he's the head coach. So all of these things that are just off, he's the head coach. So they all fall on him, whether it's the offense or the defense. I don't care. So biggest reason, number one for me is Kevin O'Connell. It's not even close. Okay. Defense did enough. If you told any one of us, any Viking fan around the world, if you had said the Kansas City Chiefs will end the game with 27 points, we would all take it. We would all take it. What's up, Tyler? 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You know what? Uh, I just got to say this. Vikings played a good game today. Um, the fumble was obviously an embarrassment, but... They, I thought they played Patrick Mahomes really well. They, it, Mahomes still had a couple throws where it's like, okay, um, the the deep throw to Watson that he caught that Bynum nearly had intercepted. If he takes one more step back and then jumps, that's an interception. That's a missed time by him. Great play, great play by uh, the Chiefs, and then the defensive pass interference that was arguable that wasn't defensive pass interference, where uh, Watson, you could argue that he kind of grabbed him a little bit. That's just a savvy veteran move and it sucks for the Vikings, but it just kind of is what it is. They blitz Patrick Mahomes 50% of the time and it worked. They made him dink and dunk all game long and made him earn every yard. They kept him in the pocket almost the entire game. It wouldn't let him do Superman things because the brilliance of Patrick Mahomes is making you cover for six to eight seconds. And then he can just take advantage of you with like, oh, a little five-yard uh, throw across the middle to Travis Kelsey, and then he gets 10 yards after the catch. So I thought they played a pretty good game. I thought this was Kirk's best game of the year when you combine his pocket presence, his decision-making, and look, his yards per attempt and stuff, they're not going to match how well he played because he was taking what the defense gave him, and there were some unfortunate drops and or missed catches, however you want to label them. There were a few by TJ Hawkinson today where he could have made the catch and he didn't. And you got it. The expectations that he should make those catches. But right. I, like, I'm not unhappy with the game today. It, the only thing I'm unhappy about is they came away with a loss. They played well. They played well enough to win the football game. But I will say this. Kevin O'Connell's clock management in this game was really bad. And not having any timeouts at the end of the game killed him. It could have, it could have been the difference in the game. Because of where the Vikings were. They got down to the 40. And they had time for a hail Mary. And that was it. They didn't have time for anything else. Like that's that can, there should have been like another, like 20 ish seconds on the clock because they should have been able to have that one time out. And they would have been able to stop the clock once when the chiefs were trying to run it out. Like just unfortunate there. It's we're going to have a lot more tomorrow, but I was overall happy with how they played. It just didn't uh, result in a win. No, I can't disagree. <clears throat> I was your guy, your guy Ed Ingram was his. Was it? I think it was Ingram's guy that got the last play. But again, you're talking about uh, a low percentage play that would work in the first place. Like you said, Cam Bynum missed times his jump. Like you said, take one more step mm-hmm. and then jump. 
And at the very least, he's knocking it down. But <laughs> you still have to say, how in the heck does Patrick Mahomes, with two guys bearing down on him, keep running backwards and throw off his back foot for, what was it, 50? Well, I forget how many yards it was in the air. doesn't really matter. It was just asinine. And by the way, to your point about Kirk Cousins, what? He played the last part of the fourth quarter, like last half of the fourth quarter without Justin Jefferson. So yeah. keep but that in mind, say, too. I will say I thought he played relatively well without him. He was, I thought he saw the field well. They obviously were, I'm not going to say they dumped down the playbook, but they were calling different types of route concepts to try and get these guys open rather than just have like the JJ super show where it was much more of a play calling chess match than, Hey, I can trust my guy with good play calling to be able to do some of these things. And I, you know, um, drop shot Jake in the comments, uh, Wes Phillips needs to play call more. I disagree. Like you can talk, we can talk about the execution of the plays, but I think the play calling was really good. That Madison touchdown was a great yeah. use of space. And just it was very reminiscent of the same screen pass touchdown that he had against the Saints in London last year. Same spot in the field, same concept. And they really maneuvered well with the Chiefs and how they utilize space. Look, this was just a well-played football game and we lost to the reigning Super Bowl champions. The only thing to be upset about is the fact that you got a loss and Justin Jefferson may miss a game or two with a hamstring injury. Other than that, it was a pretty good football game. Like it was entertaining to watch. You never felt like the Vikings were out of it and you held Mahomes, and you prevented him from being Superman. Like they just weren't well, able to figure out a way to win. I sort of disagree. When we went down two touchdowns in the third and the offense has only touched the ball three times for three plays that had me worried because we knew we knew we needed to come out of the out of halftime and be fired up, and be ready to dri- drive the ball. And what did we do? Three and out. Done, punt. We didn't see the ball until the four, almost the fourth quarter. That was ridiculous. You don't, you can't play like that and expect to not get buried where you're playing catch-up ball. You've got, this was a game where you needed to trade points for points punch for punch to have mm-hmm. a chance to win it. And they gave that up in the third quarter and they were trying their damnedest in the fourth quarter to come back and fell short, obviously. But if you wouldn't have come out and just laid an egg on that opening drive of the second half, this could have been a much different story and we're celebrating. I'm sorry. I did not see as good a game as you did, Tyler. And I'm going to I look forward to watching the All-22 as soon as it comes out so I can go down and look. I did agree with you. I think the offensive line, for the most part, played excessively well. Uh, I saw Ezra Cleveland gets uh, absolutely spun around once, and I didn't see anything off of Ed. Uh, the few times I watched him, he was he was winning all his stuff. O'Neal mm-hmm. got beat around the edge once. By Chris Jones. Hard By to Chris be mad about losing Chris Jones. And that was a solid holding. I have no problem with that. Your quarterback's going to get killed. You grab the son of a bitch and make sure he doesn't hit him. So mm-hmm. I have no issue with that. But it wasn't it wasn't perfection. I don't. And do I expect perfection? No. 
but I thought the line play was decent. I thought Madison's running was decent. I hated that he dropped that screen pass because most oh, likely gosh. that would have been a touchdown. But that stuff happens, and Madison drops some of those. I hate mm-hmm. all the screens we called, but I understand why we called some of those screens to slow down the rush. It's just not, you know, as pleasing as I wanted it to be. Now, that may be Dave wants, wants, but it wasn't. And then on the defensive side, we lost Evans again. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. And I, What was the final result on his injury, wasn't it? It's it wasn't a leg a, injury. I, yeah, I, it's I, like I a knee or something. I think it's um, a knee injury. injury. They called it a knee injury, I think. Um, yeah, but actually, I think uh, as much as it sucks for Caleb Evans, but I really like Mackay Blackman, and I think I agree. Uh, as long as they don't have more injuries to that room, because after that, it gets really thin, but uh, with Mackay Blackman out there, I think they are fine. For now. <laughs> Now, I did like seeing the pressure that Daniil Hunter and Marcus Davenport were creating. That was nice. Yeah, and this is exactly what I thought we were going to get from Marcus Davenport. One of the things when you talk about regression is it, it can be positive as well. And Marcus Davenport had the he had a top 10 pressure rate in the entire NFL last year at 17.6%. 17.6% of his pass rush reps were pressures. Pretty damn good. Now, if you don't always finish on those, there's a myriad of reasons for that. And it's not always his fault. And that is something that's going to see positive regression as you look at it, because it's going to be a net positive over the course of time, because the more you get home to the quarterback, the more opportunities you're going to have to get sacks. And it's just going to happen. So he has two sacks in two games. Arguably, he should have be credited with three sacks because what DJ Wanham had was a Marcus Davenport sack. He just ended up cleaning up after Davenport did all that work, which is DJ honestly one of the cleanup man. It's the epitome of all the time. career. Yeah, it's yep. DJ Wanham is the best edge rusher in the league when he's not blocked. That's that's what he <laughs> he doesn't do well when he is blocked. So <laughs> Davenport's been a great signing. Flores called a great game today. They made the Chiefs earn this. And they contained Mahomes and they pressured him. And most of his throws, and I'm going to take a look at some of like the in-depth metrics with like average depth of target and stuff. He wasn't throwing the ball down the field. He was throwing it short. And it was a lot of second and seven, third and three. Like they were, you made them drive down the field in short bursts. And they got a few long plays, but we're not talking about like classic Mahomes where they're getting like 20 yard chunks. They had to earn it. And you know what? If you lose, you lose. It just kind of is what it is. I, I hate it. It sucks. We're one game or like like one loss away from really pivoting our entire focus to the NFL draft. But this team is much better than their record. And it, it just sucks. There's really no other way to put it. It sucks. I want to circle back. Is- oh, you go ahead, Jonas thing is, uh, as much as we say that we contained Patrick Mahomes really well, I think, once again, 
similarly to the Chargers game, we saw what an elite quarterback is going to give you. Yes, we contain mm -hmm. Patrick Holmes really well, and uh, most of the time the defense really played as well as we could expect, but uh, Patrick Holmes still had his fair share of absolutely bogus plays uh, that no other QB in this league does that consistently. Uh, and at some point, this isn't a fluke. And the thing that sets him apart both the other QBs who are so good at improvising is that he's also so good at playing inside the structure. He is so good at just taking what the defense is giving him. And he didn't panic. He didn't uh, make any big mistakes uh, due to the fact that the Vikings played him well. No, he just took what was there. He went down the field in small uh, in small steps, but it was consistent. And if you have a QB who can do both, uh, who can do those absolutely bogus plays and uh, beat you over, over the top, but also play in structure that consistently, it's, it's just very hard to beat. And yeah, it's today... Uh, We saw once again what that kind of QB play is giving an offense, uh, even if the defense is playing well. Well, Patrick Mahomes was 31 for 41 for 281 yards, three yards shy of what Cousins did, and two, D, two TDs, and he took two sacks. So that's not a normal Mahomes day. No. <clears throat> Circling back to whether this was fun to watch, I think if it wasn't the Vikings that just went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Chargers, I would absolutely agree with Tyler to say, wow, that was a fun game to watch. But to Dave's point, because it was our team and we're invested in our team, that's all well and good that it was a great game and an entertaining game, national TV. Yeah, but we lost. But like I said, Patrick Mahomes is Michael Jordan. There were plenty of teams that said, boy, we played Michael Jordan so well. He only had 27 points when he's averaging 37 points. Well, he still won. <laughs> you know? So. Yep. Jonas, you've got podcasts coming up this week over in Germany? Uh Yeah, probably. I don't know if I'll, I'll be in the review. Uh, probably not, but I think I'm going to be in the best preview. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm really interested in how the Bears are going to look because, yes, this offense looked much better than in the first few weeks, but those defenses were Denver and the Commanders. And, uh, yeah. I don't think we have to talk much about that Denver defense. I mean, it's the defense that got 70 points hung on them mm -hmm. uh, by the Dolphins. It's the same defense that got, I think it was, it was above, above 30. I think it was 31 by Zach Wilson today. Uh, although most of it goes, uh, on the shoulders of Brees Hall, who 
saved my fantasy football team in one league. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that Broncos defense is really bad, and that Commanders defense is pretty bad too, although it should be uh, based on the personal, but uh, yeah, the Bears uh, should will need to prove it against uh, better competition, and I'm very happy to say right now that the Vikings defense should at least be better than those two, and uh, considering where this unit was last year, that's a win. What's the name of your podcast over there? Uh, it's Purple People Talk. Oh, good. Justin, what have you got going on? I know you're going to go live tonight yes. to talk about this game. Me and Rap from Purple Pocket Podcast. Now, remind people, it is only on my channel tonight. We did simulcast the first couple of weeks to get it started, but now we're rotating every week. So tonight's episode, 8 p.m. Central, will just be on Purple and Gold for days. Tomorrow, Skull for Days, also at about 8.20 to 8.30, around halftime of the Monday Night Football game, give or take. Tuesday night at 6.30, where I'm guessing is going to be really fun between me and uh, Dave from Minnesota Sports Talk. Um, and then Thursday night during the halftime of the Thursday night game, I have the Thursday Talkers. And then we do it all over again. But where can people catch the rest of your work on Vikings First and Skull? Well, they can catch that on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast aggregator, as you say. Mm-hmm. But yes, please subscribe to the Vikings First and Scold um, iTunes podcast feed because we do have podcast only. Uh, I can't wait for Dave's episode with the other three knuckleheads from around the division. Oh boy, that's mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting to say the least. So subscribe on both spots. Purple and Go for days. Vikings First and Skull on YouTube and Vikings First and Skull on iTunes, Spotify. Subscribe everywhere, guys. We we should know already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler, what have we got coming up tomorrow night? <sighs> Man, uh, we're going to talk about this game, and I'm hoping I, I'll I'll have the all twenty two by then, and we can really break it down. Um, if we don't, we may just uh, uh, we may just uh, preview the Bears game and then do a full breakdown on Wednesday because I I like I said it on Twitter and I'm kind of getting roasted for it. I thought this was Kirk's best game. I really did. Uh, the way he maneuvered the pocket, the way he was making confident decisions, and he was making throws that should have been caught that weren't. And this game to me is zero, not on Kirk at all. I thought no. he played he played incredibly well, and I thought he was let down by a multitude of reasons. One of which was not play calling. I will not hear a play uh, bad play calling uh, comment because I thought the play calling was superb. The execution wasn't great, um, but it, it's just, it's just so frustrating, man. It's one in four for like I. I this team should at least be two and three. And <laughs> you could make an argument. This team could be undefeated. Like that's where the frustration is. It's it, yeah. We're going to have a lot ball more on the ground twice today. Yeah. They can't get out of their own covered way. one. 
<laughs> and it resulted in points, and that makes another one that results in points. Mm-hmm. So they've got to stop that. Darren and I talked about it yesterday on Two Old Bloggers. Out of the 11 turnovers going into this game, eight of them happened within the 35-yard line, which means scoring position. And so you figure if you minimum get three points out of those, that's 24 points we gave up. And yeah. got touchdowns, it's up to 56. And that doesn't include the points given the other team on the opposite side because of those turnovers. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, if... If if and buts were candy and nuts, as yeah. Brad Childress would say. But I want to encourage everybody tomorrow night, 6 p.m., live on the Vikings First in Skull YouTube page. Come for the real Forno as Tyler gets to look at this game a little bit closer. I hopefully will, too, and we'll have fun with you discussing it after all the heat Mm -hmm. and emotion from this day evaporates. Now, Twins are next. Hope they win. Go Twins. What do we say, gentlemen? Well, before saying Skull Vikings, um, it, it's draft season, baby. Skull Vikings. <laughs> well, it's draft season if you lose to the Bears. And even then, that only delays the inevitable right now. But yes, Skull Twins, that way we don't go in Minnesota sports 0-4 after Michigan destroyed the, the Gophers, Gophers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, mm-hmm. we need a victory here in Minnesota, if nothing else, so we don't go 0-4. So, you know, if we need a victory in Minnesota, we know we ain't going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Says the happy German. <laughs> With that, Skull Vikings! Skull Let's Vikings, win baby. this game. Skull Vikings. Thanks for watching. Please like, subscribe, and ring the bell, and share this episode with your friends and even your enemies. We'd love it. Thanks for watching Vikings First and Skull. We are part of the Fans First Sports Network, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Skull. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this has been a vikings first in skull and fans first sports network production